We are live here on YouTube. No, I'm just kidding. What is going strong today, Whisper Nation? Uh, we are doing our weekly waiver wire show. Right here. I'm getting, I'm amped. I love this show, Travis. Uh, typically, we do it live, uh, but we, we want to try to switch up a little bit and, and do this. We want to get it out in podcast form a little bit quicker, so we decided uh, to pre-record this and then put this out, but uh, we will also have this on our podcast if you want to listen to it instead of uh, see Big Travi and I's beautiful faces. You can do so. Just search the Fantasy Whispers wherever you get your podcast. but if you're new to this channel and you're just tuning in. We want to help get you that championship. <laughs> there are a few weeks left, Travis, of waiver wire action, and we got to get the best guys. Uh, there are always gems that pop up on this late, late in the in the waiver wire that can help lead you to fantasy championships. We're going to talk about those today, but I need to introduce my main man, Big Travi. What's going on? uh going good man uh we're we're rocking and rolling here week 11 now the waiver wire is here and it's time to get that advantage on your league mate and try and pick up the next guy that could be uh the thing that brings you home brings you home a a, a fantasy playoff berth brings you home a fantasy playoff championship you know maybe it's naheem Hines, salvin ahmed who knows michael pittman what's gonna who's gonna bring you home you don't know but if you don't try you'll never get there Exactly. And if you don't watch this video and want to just read about these guys, you could do so. Uh, the article will be up on our website, thefantasywhispers.com. There will be a link in the description below as well. You can click on that. It'll take you to those articles as well as you can also check out previous week's articles because sometimes guys get dropped. You might want to say, hey, Maybe I want to look up this guy and see what the, the Fantasy Whisperers think. You can do so. You can go look at previous articles and see what we're thinking. Uh, all right, Travis, you want to dive into this? We, we normally jump in uh, to running backs first because running backs are one of the most important, you know, things in fantasy football. People are always looking for fantasy uh, for running backs, especially in today's landscape where basically – you're you're there's like no running back that is that is basically returned what you thought they were that you were going to get in the beginning of the year it's a it's it's a it's a giant mosh pit right now for running backs we'll start off with naheem hines big travi again we only talk about guys that are uh less than 50 percent rostered naheem hines has been back and forth he's been hit or miss Next week, you're probably going to put him in your lineup. He's going to get you zero points. But let's talk about Naheem Hines. What do you like? What do you don't like? Do you think he actually has a role moving forward that's steady? This is hard to put him at the top of the list, right, as a top priority this week because you kind of feel like he is a trap. He's a mirage. Um, you know, we can remember all the way back to week one where he scored two touchdowns in, in the first week and, you know, 57% of the snaps, you really thought he was the guy. And then the next week disappeared for nine yards um, or not 0.9 points in, in PPR format. So it's it's really tough to put him here, Johnny. But I did see something in that game against the Tennessee Titans. Remember, this is a divisional battle. They needed to keep pace with the Titans in this game. They needed to show them that they could 
no matter if Philip Rivers was struggling, they could do it, get it done. And, you know, this wasn't just like a regular five-carry, seven-carry game out of Naheem Hines. It was a 12-carry game, 70 yards, you know. He got a touchdown on the ground. He caught five balls for 45 yards and a touchdown through the air. So, you know, what I also saw is that this offensive line, you know, moved the defensive line of, of Tennessee off of their marks big time when, when Naheem Hines was running the ball. And so for me... There's that and a, and a bunch of good games, good matchups on paper for Naheem Hines going forward. Green Bay, Tennessee, Houston, Las Vegas, and Houston. That's six straight games where Naheem Hines, if if they actually turn the keys over as the lead back here and then also stays so active in the passing game, you could see a situation where Naheem Hines is actually an MVP down the stretch for fantasy football teams. Yeah, it's just it's incredibly wild how... Yeah, you, when you count this guy out, I mean, they just end up using him, and and he's so talented. It's it's. I mean, I understand the talent that they have in that in that running back backfield. It's it's quite right. nice, but man, I like it's just wild. His touchdowns are are mega. Like his knee is so close to touching touching the turf, and he scored two touchdowns that way. Um, yeah, just be cautious when Naheem Hines moving forward. Uh, he is going. I I just feel like he's gonna cause more headaches. Uh, but like you said, that down the stretch, uh, you know, scheduled. That's why we like Jonathan Taylor so much, and you know, definitely worth an ad for sure if you need help, especially if you're in a PPR league like that one. All right, moving on to the next running back here as uh, a Miami Dolphins running back, and you know, not the one that we were talking about a couple weeks ago, unfortunately. Uh, Salvon Ahmed. Rostered in only 6% of Yahoo leagues. Big Travis laughing at me. I think I pronounced it wrong. I probably did. I'm terrible at names. Uh, but Big Travis, you like him. You like him a lot. Yeah, I actually wrote about him last week in the column, and we talked about him last week on the live stream. Not not in depth, but he had seven carries for 38 yards. You really liked uh, what you got out of him just in those limited sessions. So uh, I said, you know, pick him up. Don't go crazy. Don't spend a lot of fob on him, but pick him up. And then if you did, and if you had the gall to start him, he he 75% of the snaps against the Chargers. He he ran 21 times, Johnny, for 85 yards. He scored a touchdown. Uh, and this was with an inactive Jordan Howard, a game after Jordan Howard had poached a touchdown against Arizona. They made Jordan Howard inactive. And then, Johnny, yesterday they released Jordan Howard. Yeah. They, they said, said, we don't need you anymore. We've got Ahmed. Yeah. Uh, so Salvan Ahmed basically getting Jordan Howard fired. Uh, that's how good he's been. And then you've got dates oh, with Denver. Like, and then, it sounds very familiar to me on this yeah. show with you. Yeah, I'm about to get you fired. <laughs> uh, so uh, the, the the other thing here is like, okay, I know Miles Gaskin's coming back, right? But the reason Ahmed's up here, it's like for those two weeks, maybe one or two more weeks that Miles Gaskin is out, Ahmed plays Denver and the Jets, so those are great matchups on the ground for him to exploit. And right now, you're not necessarily only picking up guys that can do season-long things for you. You're picking up guys that can patchwork a win here and there. And I think Ahmed is a guy that you're going to plug in right away. You're going to pick him up this week, or hopefully you picked him up last week, and you're plugging him right into your lineup. Travis, I love what you said there. You've got, we've got, Three weeks now left in the regular season. You can't be thinking, oh, you know, playoffs or what. I mean, yes, if you're if you're there, great, yeah. Then start thinking, you know, more long term. But a, a lot of people, 
are in the thick of it, especially in, in this league or this year. I mean, I, I feel like there have been more leagues. I've never been in more leagues where even the number one spot is still up for grabs this deep into the league or into the season because of every circumstance going on this year. It's just wild. So, uh, yeah, I, I love what you're saying. You need to patch together wins now, get them now. This is a guy uh, that can definitely do that. And it would be interesting, too, as well, if he continues to perform, if they are a little bit more cautious than uh, bringing back Miles, uh, because why not? They've got a guy that's being he, he's being used and and he's turning out product, right? Uh, turning out yardage. So, uh, like that pick up there. The last guy we'll talk about. Actually, we're going to talk about two more running backs here uh, because we just got to. Um, You'll understand if you watch our show often, you'll understand why I want to bring him up. If you don't watch our show often, then make sure you hit that subscribe, hit that bell, and get notified anytime we drop new content, which is daily. Uh, we want to help you win that championship and win this season. Have a good time in the community. So if you like all of that, join the Fantasy Whispers YouTube channel. All right, Cam Akers comes here at your running back three uh, Travis, he is rostered on 26% of Yahoo leagues. People might not like this. They might say Cam Akers at number three on this list. That's a jumbled up situation there. I don't know if I want to go that way, but you seem to like a little bit about Cam Akers. You want to tell us what you like and what what you don't like, frankly, too. Much to the opposite of Salvin Ahmed, with Cam Akers, this is a long, long play. All right, this is a play for the playoffs mostly because you play they the Rams play New England, the Jets and Seattle in the playoffs. Um, so those are some nice matchups you've got there um, as far as wanting to be able to put points on the board. Um, we had Henderson coming off the injury report last week with a quad injury. You had Malcolm Brown obviously working in both Malcolm Brown and Daryl Henderson scoring in the game against Seattle. But Cam Akers leading the team in rushing with 10 carries. So, look, he's had the bye week. Um, he's starting to get healthier and healthier each and every week. And he led the team in rushing, meaning that they still want to try and make him happen this year, it seems like. Um, and I don't know what that's going to look like with all three backs on the field. It's likely not going to be something you can start anytime soon. But I think the upside of Cam Akers becoming the guy for the Rams is through the roof. And we've already seen... RB1 numbers in spurts from Daryl Henderson. Um, so, you know, Cam Akers is a, is a long-term play for those playoff teams that maybe want to bolster the roster as opposed to a Salvin Ahmed who can get you uh, points right now. Absolutely love that. The other thing I'll add to watching this game that you might not see in the box score is on those touchdown runs that Malcolm Brown had and, and Henderson had, the guy that they gave the first crack at Giving the rushing touchdown was uh, was uh, Cam Akers. So they are trying to integrate him in the red zone. So if he can pick up, you know, that important piece as well, it will be interesting to see. And I, I, to be honest with you, I can also see this from just a, a football perspective, right? Because they need to see what they have in Cam Akers because I doubt they bring back Malcolm Brown. Malcolm Brown is on the last year of his contract. So it would be really interesting to see how they use those running backs moving forward. 
if you watch our show frequently, we have talked about on here how we think uh, that Henderson and Cam Akers could be a very solid one-two punch going down the stretch. So I do like that, Travis. All right, the last guy on the running backs here. We normally only bring up three running backs, but we got to bring this up because uh, this is I, I, this is outrageous. This is as simply outrageous because. I, you know, I have been on this. We've done this show for about three years now, Travis, uh, or going on three years, three seasons now. And there has never been a worse running back in my eyes than than Kalen Balazs. Uh, and, I, and a lot of people hate on me because I'm from Arizona. He went to ASU, had a mega game. How can you hate on Kalen Balazs, all this stuff? And all of a sudden, he is he is picked up out of the the claws of Adam Gase and the torture that is Adam Gase. And all of a sudden, it's like Kalen Balazs is once again like one of the greatest running backs, uh, and he's, he's free. This is, this, is, this is insane. I don't – can we not sign a petition, get Adam Gase out of the NFL? Do teams not look at this and see this over and over again and say – Wow, can I exo facto connect the dots? So it all leads to Adam Gase, dude. It all leads to Adam Gase. This is unreal. But let's talk about Kalen Balage. Only roster on 19% of Yahoo leagues because a lot of you are really smart and saw what the footage showed under Adam Gase with Kalen Balage. But you're saying he needs to be rostered now. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> to be fair, he's the fourth running back on this list, so he's not exactly the top ad. But, I, I mean, it's just the bottom line is this, Johnny. He has 33 carries in two weeks, um, and, he, and he scored a touchdown against Las Vegas two weeks ago. Um, he got five receptions this last week for 34 yards. Um, in PPR formats, he scored 15 points at least in both weeks. Uh, that he's been able to get on the field because of Justin Jackson's injury. And we'll have to see. Like, this comes with risk because he could be demoted back to the practice squad. But he's get, he gets the Jets and the Buffalo Bills in his next two games. So a couple nice matchups on the docket. Similar to a Salvin Ahmed, maybe a poor man Salvin Ahmed here. You can plug him in as a flex play, hopefully, over the next two weeks. And, you know, guarantee yourself 15 carries. And right now it just looks like Joshua Kelly is a change of pace back. Joshua Kelly is not going to be the waiver wire gold we thought he could be earlier this year, and it means Kalen Balazs is actually going to lead this team as a more versatile back, something I did not think I would be ever saying uh, about Kalen Balazs on any team this year. Wild, wild. All right, um, a couple other names I'll just mention. Carlos Hyde of the Seahawks, uh, Devontae Booker of the Las Vegas Raiders, and Alex Collins, another guy, uh, popping up on this week's waiver wire article if you want to read all of this in depth check out the fantasywhispers.com the articles are up there uh, as well as there's a link in the description below travis i do want to ask you about a couple of running backs that you might potentially uh, think about dropping um, in order to pick up some of these guys right um, so Jarrett mckinnon is often a name that comes up on this show because uh, they think he's a good fringe guy, and he's also entering uh, his bye week, and you know you have some fantasy owners that need. He was a good. Did you say he was a good French guy? No. What? Yeah. No. That... It was a French French cry. 
French fry and, and sour. French fry? Did you call him a French fry? <laughs> no, dude. I would never do that. That's insulting. Uh, <laughs> no. What I'm saying is he is, he is he's a fringe guy. That's what I say. Oh, he's a fringe oh, guy. Right. Fringe fr- guy. Yeah, fringe guy Sorry. that, you know, he's going into his bye week. He's been had some up weeks. He's got some down weeks. But Mostert could be back after the bye. Would you drop Jarrett McKinnon in order to pick up any of these Naheem Hines, uh, Ahmed, Cam Akers. Maybe the upside for Hines and Ahmed are better than McKinnon's upside right now, but with Mostert still on the IR, maybe back after the bye, uh, I think I still want a piece of that San Francisco 49ers offense. I still want a guy getting 12, 18 touches over his last two weeks. Uh, playing 60, 70% of the snaps in McKinnon. It's running backs just so hard to come by. I wouldn't be dropping a running back for one of these prospect running backs here. What about uh, Devin Singletary and Zach Moss? Would you drop? I would keep Zach Moss. Actually, I would drop both of those guys for Naheem Hines and Salvin Ahmed. Uh, Cam Akers, I would keep Zach Moss over, but I would drop Devin Singletary for Cam Akers for sure. Okay. Uh, I I agree with that. Let's see. Uh, who else do we have here? Would you? I almost went. I went Leonard Fournette, but I think that that's a little too high. I don't know if you'd want to drop Leonard. I Fournette. would hang tight on Leonard Fournette. I still think Ronald Jones bailed himself out with a monster run where a defender fell down. Uh, but I think a lot of that game could have gone the wrong way for for Ronald Jones had he you know. Had they actually put him in the doghouse for the fumble. And last one here, we will wrap up with, let's go with, hmm, trying to, Damian Harris. Damian Harris is an interesting one. I like this one. Damian Harris, would you, he was a waiver wire pickup a few weeks ago. Um, He did get the, he, yeah, Damian Damian Harris would have been in this column, but he was rostered in 59% of leagues. Um, so I actually think Damian Harris is a nice ad. He probably would have found himself, for me, above Naheem Hines here. Well, maybe right in between. So I wouldn't be dropping Damian Harris. Maybe you could drop him. Once again, this is part of the Jarek McKinnon take. If you've got a running back that's getting consistent work or has a shot to get consistent work, it's hard to take him for the new fresh toy that's on the waiver wire. Because especially with a guy like Naheem Hines, where we've seen the usage go up and down, I would keep Damian Harris. Um, if you can drop a wide receiver for one of these running backs, that's what I would do. All right. Uh, I do like the that idea. I would always rather drop a wide receiver to pick up a running back than drop a running back to pick up a running back. Uh, in some cases, though, um, it makes sense. It does. It does. All right. Jumping over to those wide receivers. Travis, a guy that we talked about a little bit last week. We didn't know uh, if it was 100% for sure or not. Uh, We did like the target share that he was seeing. But Jacoby Myers, New England Patriots wide receiver, is really stepping up to that number one role for them. Cam, uh, Cam Newton is really looking for him. He seems to trust him. And when, when you kind of gain Cam Newton's trust, we see him go to that oftentimes with his receivers and when he builds a rapport. So do you like Jacoby Myers uh, a lot moving forward, rest of season play, or do you think, once again, this is just a weak uh, spot start 
uh, for Jacoby Myers, who is only rostered on 48% of Yahoo League, so just makes the cut. A lot of Whisper Nation listened to you last week and went and picked him up. Yeah, dude, if you listened to me last week, I planned it, dude. I called it. Jacoby Myers would throw a touchdown pass against the Baltimore Ravens. I yeah, called dude, it, Johnny. You, you, were, you were scouting him ever since Pee Wee, dude. You knew yeah, he was a quarterback. Dude, I knew it. <laughs> you knew he no, was a quarterback. I didn't, uh, I didn't call that, but you could imagine if I did, right? It would, it would be pretty uh, baller. Uh, no, I mean, I've, the bottom line is he's involved here, right? He, after, you know, what he's done the last three weeks, you know, he's got t- – 31 tar or I'm sorry 28 targets Johnny over the last three weeks um so you love to see that um he's got over 200 yards in his last two games he got involved in the passing game there it, it just reminds me of what they're missing from Julian Edelman in this offense so as long as Edelman's going to be out Jacoby Myers takes over that role and of all these guys we're going to talk about today he's the one who has the most solidified role um, in an offense that's going to need to continue to throw to be competitive in games, and you get Houston and Arizona over the next two weeks, then a banged-up Chargers secondary um, before finally hitting you know, the Rams in Week 14. So there's some good matchups here to get you down the stretch. You could fill it in as that flex guy, um, and he's been pretty pretty solid over the last three weeks. All right, next wide receiver over here that we'll talk about, Cole Beasley. The Beasles showing back up uh, had an awesome catch against the Cardinals. Very impressive this this past weekend. One-handed grab uh, to get the first down, extend the drive, which ended up uh, leading to that long digs touchdown there with 34 seconds left. Um, Cole Beasley, though, has been a very solid floor guy. We've talked about him on live shows. We've said, hey, it sounds gross. It sounds odd. Cole Beasley is a nice uh, plug-and-play floor play. Uh, yeah, you like that, huh? That was pretty good uh, if you need him. But you're starting to like him a little bit more and more each week and uh, rest of season. Yeah, so the situation here is Cole Beasley is our cover boy, right? He's going to be on the thumbnail for the video. He's the cover boy for the article. The reason I got him here is because, look, it's a huge caveat. Uh, the Bills are going into their bye. You've got John Brown in the offense, but he, he rolled up his ankle, right? And we've seen that when Brown is off the field, Beasley becomes really the main vein of moving the chains for this offense. You talked about him being a floor play. He's basically, when John Brown's not in the lineup, he's basically a lock for seven or more targets. Um, and, and double-digit fantasy points in PPR is is pretty much his floor. And then you see what he's able to do, you know, should John Brown exit or should John Brown not be there. You look at the Jets, 22 points in PPR formats in that game. Uh, and then against the Cardinals last week, 27 PPR points um, off behind one touchdown, 13 targets, 11 receptions, 109 yards. I think there's a very real, realistic possibility that this is a multi-week thing for John Brown. We've seen that before with some of his injuries. He's a, he's a smaller guy, and Beasley could be there to just be the way that this offense continues to move. And I think that, to me, with wide receivers, it's about role when you're picking up these guys. And so Jacoby Myers makes the top of the list because I can see his role is solidified over the last month. He is that guy. Should anything happen to John Brown, Cole Beasley's role is there, and it's been there since last year when he first came over. 
And Stephon Diggs being on the offense only helps Beasley uh, as he takes some of the attention away from that. And Josh Allen goes with what the defense gives him. I'm a big fan of Cole Beasley. I know it can sound a little gross and be a little weird to, to hype him up, but he's been doing work this year in standard leagues, not even in PPR leagues. He's wide receiver 23. Um, so, you, I mean, he's just been doing work. Um, and I think it's time to reward the guy. Yeah, love that. Uh, third wide receiver we'll talk about here, uh, Michael Pittman Jr., Indianapolis Colts wide receiver, rookie wide receiver. Uh, he's only rostered in 11% of Yahoo leagues, but he's starting to build that rapport with Phillip Rivers. Uh, and once again, it doesn't sound great grabbing a Phillip Rivers wide receiver, but uh, it is looking like Michael Pittman is starting to emerge as that guy, as the you know, we always knew that there would be one wide receiver that would potentially become of interest. And Big Travis, do you think that's Michael Pittman Jr.? Yeah, I wanted to rank Michael Pittman Jr. higher, but we've been down this road before with uh, Paris Campbell, Zach Pascal, T.Y. Hilton. We thought there would be a guy that would be a number one guy for Indy, and it just really hasn't solidified multi, you know, week after week. So three weeks ago, the Colts had their bye. Uh, Michael Pittman Jr. was hurt. He came back against Detroit, only ran 59% of the snaps, caught one ball on one target for six yards. And you're thinking, well, I don't think it's going to happen. But he's increased his snap percentage uh, over the last couple of weeks up to the 80% mark. Uh, he got seven targets against Baltimore. And then finally, this game against Tennessee looked really good. Eight targets, seven receptions, 101 yards. He also had a run for about 25 or I'm sorry, 21 yards. It was like a tricky end around um, 15 targets over his last two games. Johnny, that's in exciting stuff. You've got Green Bay, Tennessee and Houston, all teams that, you know, presumably Indy's going to need to throw on because uh, those teams can put some points on the board. I see a situation where Pittman could have himself a good, you know, month month stretch starting with that Tennessee game last week and extending to Houston into week 13. And so that's, you know, what we're talking about. If you're looking for a guy to kind of pick up that you can feel comfortable enough starting in your flex or, or, or you know, maybe higher, Pittman could be that guy and could get, you know, if, if Phillip Rivers starts to gain a little more confidence, Naheem Hines open things up for this play calling for the for the offense, Pittman could be a huge beneficiary of that. I like that. I love the breakdown. Uh, a couple other names that I just want to mention uh, that are in this article. We won't discuss them, but if you want to read more about them, you can over at the Uh That is wide receiver Jalen Rieger, who is only rostered on 26% of Yahoo Leagues. MBS, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, uh, only rostered on 17% of Yahoo Leagues. Talked about him yes on yesterday's uh, live reaction show. Uh, and then you had KJ Hamler. Denver Broncos only roster on 4% of Yahoo leagues. We do expect a breakout game coming from him soon. So Travis, those are, it's easy to tell who to pick up on the, on the wide receivers, but who do you drop? What are the guys that you drop? So I'm going to give you a list of some names. You tell me if you would drop them for any of the guys that we've talked about or listed in this article um, or where the cutoff would be. Okay. So Christian Kirk, you, uh, he was on a bit of a hot streak. He had one down game um, and continued to see the same amount of targets, but we knew that he had a low, low floor. Would you drop Christian Kirk for any of these guys? No, and the problem is you can't drop Kirk right now. He's playing Seattle on Thursday night. Like You're not going to get a better matchup to put Kirk into your lineup uh, than Seattle right now. So uh, you can't drop him now. I wouldn't – I would – I mean, he's just – 
He's doing well, man. And this is an offense that could do things at any single moment. And he's ran 75% of, of snaps on average and scored you, you know, 20 or more PPR points over the last couple games uh, besides this la this last week. So, no, Christian Kirk still has the upside. We thought after one bad game, I wouldn't be pulling the plug on him. I agree with that. Uh, what about Marvin Jones? To me, Marvin Jones can be dropped for a guy like Jacoby Myers. From what I've read, Kenny Galladay was a little bit closer uh, to coming back last week, just couldn't get it done. Marvin Jones, even with Kenny G out, has been up and down, so it's not like he's been super solid. But Jacoby Myers, super a huge role here. You know, maybe you keep him, uh, you keep Marvin Jones over Cole Beasley, but I would, you know, I think the upside there for me, Beasley has way more season-long upside in my mind. All right, um, a couple more names I'll drop here. Uh, Travis Fulgham had a, a really disappointing day. You have a bunch of wide receivers come back. There's also Zach Ertz was, um, I, I believe I read yesterday that uh, he was put on the list to return off of IR within the next couple of weeks. So you could have Zach Ertz also coming back. So what do you think of uh, Travis Fulgham? I'd hang tight on Travis Fulgham. Two great matchups in Cleveland and Seattle coming up, so you think that they maybe could get right there. I don't know. Um, I, I, I could understand Jacoby Myers maybe uh, dropping Fulgham for, but I would keep Fulgham. I think the upside is still there as, as a number one wide receiver in this offense. All right, last one I'll, get, I'll ask you here. Uh, may or may not be asking for a friend here, uh, but would you drop... Uh, Jarvis Landry for any of these guys. You got Jarvis Landry, who presumably should be the number one on that on that team. He's getting um, a decent amount of targets, but again, he had five targets in this last game. What you really need is Cleveland to stop playing games that are you know sideways rain right. and thirty so mile an hour winds. Um, I, but yeah, I mean in the game in the games without. OBJ, I'll give him the Cincinnati game just because he went out early in that. 77 or more percent of the snaps uh, against Vegas, 11 targets. Just couldn't connect because the weather was so bad. As this matchup against Philly, he'll probably be matched up with Darius Slay, but then in weeks 12 and 13 plays Jacksonville and Tennessee. I I don't know, Johnny. I, I guess I would say no. I, 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 would cut, I would cut Jarvis Landry for a guy like Jacoby Myers probably because this you're like reaching here for Jarvis. You're saying, okay, well, let me get a good game. Let me get a good game against a good secondary. And then it has to be a game where they're going to actually throw mm. and they don't throw, they run. And, and the volume is just not there for me to bank on. And I just feel like you're just reaching and grasping for, for the ghost of Landry's past. And I just don't think you're going to get it here. I wonder what that looks for. It looks like a ghost of, <laughs> All right. I like it. That was the rapid fire uh, for the wide receivers. I do, before we wrap this up uh, it, and end this show, I do want to um, give a couple of quarterback streamers. Listen, the tight end, the tight end position is, is very bad um, and it's going to continue to be bad. So, like, yeah, I'll just, I'll just note that with tight ends, I didn't write any this week because I was looking at guys that I thought had good matchups and they're rostered too high you look at a guy like austin hooper who's gonna have a really good matchup against philly but you know hasn't produced really the the way you wanted him to you look at a guy like 
um, you know, Eric uh, Ebron. Yeah, or but Jared Cook, who plays too. Atlanta. Uh, that's a great matchup, but he's not produced. But he's going to get Jameis Winston, who we know loves tight ends. All these guys rostered a little too high. So it, it's just a reminder here in the article that don't go bailing on that tight end right away just because you think he's like he sucks. All tight ends are sucking right now except for Travis Kelsey. Um, and I think you just need to hang tight with a guy. You know, I said here, keep streaming matchups and paying attention to the snap percentages and the routes run with these tight ends. Um, as long as they're giving you the peripheral numbers, you should be able to give yourself the best shot to uh, put some points up from that position. Present agree there. Uh, we'll talk. We'll end it with the quarterbacks, a couple quarterback streamers. So we heard Drew Brees, or if you haven't heard by now, Drew Brees had um, ribs that were uh, broken, <laughs> multiple ribs yeah, broken. That good ribs. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They're tasty. <laughs> they were t- um. <laughs> Uh, they, I was watching uh, Simpsons uh, yesterday with my wife, uh, and it was he was in um, he was in heaven in the Garden of Eden, and a pig was just like comes up to him and was like, "Here's have some of my ribs," and like he pulls out and it's like a rack of ribs. He's like, "Yum!" Like Homer, it's a it was hilarious. But uh, I digress. Uh, <laughs> Jameis Winston. Okay, so sorry, Drew Brees. Uh, has broken ribs that punctured a his lung, collapsed lung. Uh, he will be out uh, indefinitely. We don't know a timetable on when he'll be back. In the meantime, uh, they have not announced. It, Sean Payton likes to think that he's like the this great schemer, and that we don't all understand and see that like. Jameis Winston is going to be the starting quarterback. You're not convincing anyone uh, outside of the Saints organization, maybe, and and Taysom Hill, uh, that he's going to be the starting quarterback for the Saints. You're not going to convince me of that. Uh, So Jameis Winston becomes an interesting add if you need a quarterback and need the quarterback streamer. Only roster on 2% of Yahoo Leagues. Travis, do you like his schedule? Do you like him rest of season? Uh, what do you What do you think of Jameis moving forward? He did get eye surgery, so now he sees twenty twenty. Hey, yeah. Well, we are all seeing twenty twenty, and it hasn't been pretty. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, let's see. So there's three things here. Jameis and that's Winston why is... he's the best in the business, ladies and gentlemen. Well done. Well <laughs> done. Uh, Jameis Winston has been a top 12 fantasy QB in a lot of his games that he's played. Um, he'll be filling in for Drew Brees, dealing with the ribs. We talked about that, the collapsed lung. So that's an extended amount of time, we imagine. He'll be taking over for the Saints, whose pass catchers are maybe the healthiest they've been all year. And the next three opponents for them are Atlanta, Denver, and Atlanta. Um, so you love the fact that the Saints should be able to get up on these teams and get going. You love the fact that Winston throws some picks because it it actually makes him stay alive in game script. You know, like yeah. it actually keeps him within games. Um, so I think that's a situation uh, to monitor too. And I, I just think Jameis Winston, look, like uh, nobody really likes the guy too much, but he actually puts up points. Yep, that's very true. We know he loves to chuck the ball. So, And you got to look at it too. He knows that this is an opportunity to put, potentially resurrect his career. So um, I, I expect him to... I Frankly, I think he'll be a little bit better than Drew Brees. Maybe not, you know, as precision and and uh, you know marching down the field uh with as much precision but i i think they'll chuck it out and 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 air it out a little bit uh more than what we've seen 
All right, the last quarterback we'll just touch on real quick. Alex Smith of the Washington football team uh, only rostered on 5% of Yahoo leagues, but Travis had a mega game uh, as far as yardage-wise, which you like to see. He just didn't get in the touchdown column, but you like him as a streamer uh, if you need a streamer at the quarterback position this week. Yeah, deeper leagues, super flex leagues, and you know, you were in the Whisper Nation Listener League. It's a sixteen team league. I started Alex Smith against you last week because Oh, unreal. Uh, I knew you had to you wanted this <laughs> that's probably why you brought this and put this on the on Well the, no, I just think it's a it's important to realize that sometimes you gotta go outside of the box and Alex Smith is for sure outside of the box. Seven hundred passing yards though in his last two games, and Johnny, he just hasn't really found the end zone as much as you like, but he's gonna face Cincy, who just gave up three over three hundred yards and four touchdowns to Big Ben. So um you could do a lot worse, I think. You know, people have been starting Drew Locke here and there or Teddy Bridgewater here and there, and I think Alex Smith is just as good a shot to to get it home for you as those guys uh have or haven't had over the last few weeks. I love it. All right, Big Travi, uh, that does it for this week's Waiver Wire show. If you want to check out Big Travi's full entire Waiver Wire article, there's a link in the description below, or you can check out thefantasywhispers.com, and that is our website, and we have all the articles up there. Make sure you download the podcast. That will be up, and stay tuned for the matchup breakdowns this week, as well as the Thursday night matchup breakdown that will come out tomorrow all right for big travi i'm johnny game time hicks and we are the fantasy whispers and we're out peace peace make sure you like and subscribe thank you for listening to the fantasy whispers podcast you can hear more from john and travis on google play soundcloud and itunes you can also follow us on instagram facebook and twitter at tf whispers